0: Hello, and welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garricks, back after a six-month pandemic hiatus. Uh, I know I talk a lot about career and working hard, or maybe, I don't know, basically I'm just getting high and talking about comedy. But there was a point, and I missed it, and I haven't been working, at least on the podcast, and now I'm back. And uh, the reason I'm back is because comedy is back. Uh, We have been doing shows here at the Fairfield Comedy Club and the Connecticut Comedy Festival for the past few months. It's blowing up, and I thought I should take advantage of said momentum to maybe pick up one or two listeners, one or two great guests. Uh, And I have some great guests today. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, That's what I've been up to. Um, So let's get to it, shall we? Connecticut Comedy Festival is now in uh, full swing. If you haven't caught any of our shows, we've had some amazing ones. Uh, just this week, we've had Mike Birbiglia, Chris Gether, Bill Burr, Hasan Minhaj. We have Ronnie Chang joining us shortly. We'll have... Brian Regan before you hear this podcast and we'll have Mike Birbiglia and Chris Gethard back again on Monday probably before you hear this as well but uh, if you've missed all those shows and you're like oh shit what should I do Uh, you should go to our website which is ctcomedyfest.com and get tickets for some of the amazing shows we have left we have Mike Fenoy and Roy Wood Jr. coming next Saturday we've got Sam Murill we have Mark Norman and Joe List Um, you know we might even book a woman before this thing is over who knows (laughs) So check it out come join us uh but with no further ado I will introduce the laughter in the background uh one of my colleagues and uh anchors of the Connecticut Comedy Festival none other than the wonderful Candy Claire Candy how well, are you hello
1: ya? hi hey
0: oh this right This is
1: the first time I've done a podcast and well live not Zoom Oh yeah. yeah we are
0: actually in the same room we are uh, speaking right. to you from Uh, a secret hotel room Mm -hmm. that is serving as our green room between shows I can't tell you what number room it is because we use it every time and another
1: one of our colleagues after show party room oh it is also
0: our after show party (laughs) room uh, slash the bang room uh, (laughs) for some lucky people who enjoy intercourse that's right uh
1: not us.
0: <laughs> not us. Nope. Candy and I are <laughs> not banging anyone here. That's for sure. A lot of people think Candy's trying to bang them. It's uh, true. And you. Yeah, and me. They, they think that we're both trying to bang everybody. Uh, but in fact, she's only trying to bang uh, Bill Burr's tour manager, That's Kenny. right. It's called so Soda Candy. You if you're uh, listening, uh, <laughs> she wanted it and you blew it. You blew and it. she did not <laughs> But do boom Bang. Oh, my God, Candy. You, you should teach people how to do comedy.
1: Wouldn't that be something?
0: A little background on Candy. She actually is the booker for the New York Comedy Club and its satellite rooms and also uh, teaches comics to be funnier. Uh, mm. I have, to this point, refused all of her advice, of course. Uh, which is why I still suck. That's right. So no one to blame right. but myself. It's
1: fine. He's fine. <laughs> He's doing fine. He oh, does. thanks. <laughs> thanks, Candy.
0: So, uh, yeah, are you having fun with this festival yet? I
1: am. I actually am. I feel like this festival is, um, on a personal level, kept me from throwing myself into the Hudson River. Oh, well, that's so good. They're that they're was there? our goal, yeah. actually. Um, it's amazing. It's like, what, the biggest thing happening on the East Coast right now? If I it's think not, it's I've just the decided. biggest
0: <laughs> thing happening in the world. I mean, yeah. I dare you to name a bigger comedy You're festival. You're absolutely
1: right, 100%. You
0: can't. There's nothing bigger than us. No. No. Um,
1: and, I mean, JFL, was all online, right?
0: Yeah. Fucking lame. Yeah. We're bigger than JFL. Right. It's insane. <laughs> all it took were it hundreds took and thousands of it was a behind a motel. Well, well, and also death. A lot yeah. of people had to die. They
1: did have to die, and we appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, and it's sad. Listen, and we're not done. <laughs> <laughs> look, we're not,
0: we're not, we're we're not happy that people died, but it, it certainly has it you know, us helped well. us. It served us well. Uh, you know, and we didn't we didn't kill anybody to make this happen. No, or at least we have not been. We've caught had our killing negative COVID tests. There have been people that I I've wanted to kill. Right. Uh, during this past month. Right. I uh, we've got some some neighbors here. We're doing all of our mm. shows outdoors at the Circle Hotel in Fairfield, and uh, you know, we we amplify the shows because it's it's, <laughs> it's a <outside>. show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, sometimes we we piss off the neighbors and, you know, to be honest, we we do our best. We do our best not to upset them and adjust. But, you know, some people just uh, they just don't like fun. They don't. They don't want to have a good time. They really
1: disenjoy it.
0: And they don't like seeing us have fun. So they try to ruin it, but they haven't ruined it. We will be here. We're going nowhere and we'll continue to try to be uh, good neighbors no matter how uh, stupid people are.
1: Right. So I feel like there was like a little bit of um, some hiccups with neighbors. Linda, you know. Linda but was lovely about Linda it and had great. an idea Spoke about moving Linda, the uh, stage she, around. Yeah. We did that. Phenomenal. We got a white noise machine kicking up.
0: But then, but then Tuesday this week, so we, we've had a crazy right. week here, as I mentioned, uh, but this Tuesday uh, we had probably the craziest night of all, uh, which was Bill Burr uh, in the backyard of the Circle Hotel, as everyone would have expected would happen at some point.
1: Which just buses in with its own level of insanity anyway. It's just crazy.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, Bill's uh, a sweetheart, but when you're having somebody of Bill's caliber, uh, there's a lot to do. A lot right. of prep work, a lot of boxes to check, there you is. know uh but uh yeah so bill comes on show's going well but bill is uh is a little bit louder It's a bit
1: of a screamer
0: than the, yeah he's a screamer i mean <laughs> <laughs> so maybe candy has been having <laughs> some sex during the festival uh so he's a little bit loud and we get some complaints the cops are called they show up uh i spoke with the cops and they were like it's fine <laughs> they're like you're not breaking any ordinances it's not unreasonably loud
1: also pleasantly excited about the bill burr sighting yeah so it seems mm -hmm. like there's
0: some uh bill burr fans in the police department but the police have been great they've been super easy to deal with and helpful and we've you know been responsive as they're getting those calls (laughs) yeah that's true that's true they fortunately have not murdered any of (laughs) us uh so we're, we're thankful for that yeah um Privileged, no, but they if they you will. they've been great, yeah, it's true, but they they have been great, you know i'm I'm not one to just go around kissing cop ass. <laughs> uh but they' they've, they've been good um but then uh which and this was shocking, I thought, a woman, a neighbor who mm. actually trespassed onto our property, walking her two dogs in the middle of the show and yeah. just starts walking. Right up to the stage,
1: which was interesting. This is the only night also that we had security, and he happened to be standing not far from the stage, so it was sort of averted ish.
0: I mean, it It was gathered, not averted. (laughs) Uh, What happened was not an aversion, but it should have been. He walked up to her, I think, and you know, explained as anyone could see with their fucking eyes (laughs) that we were having a comedy show. And uh you know she re- refused to leave. Bill caught note of her, and of you know started talking to her, and and wasn't rude, or was actually just like, oh, you know, what's the problem? She's like, it's too loud, and he was like, oh, sorry. He's like, I had no idea. You know, can we send mm. you something? She did not want to be sent anything, uh and she just was she was there for like five minutes. Yeah. It seemed like I I it,
1: didn't hear. I mean I know she was yelling at back at him, um, but I didn't hear anything that she was saying. Yeah, and if I could well, give
0: you a, any advice. <laughs> If, if you're a, a heckler who didn't buy a ticket, who's walking two dogs into a comedy mm-hmm. show to heckle, uh, don't yell at Bill Burr. You, you're going <laughs> y- You just... <laughs> he's
1: going to come right back at you. And he's got a microphone and, as we said, a bit of a loud talker. Yeah. So. You bring
0: in a knife to a gunfight in that situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she was, I think, destroyed and fairly so. Right. Uh, and she should have been. She's a, I, I don't know who this woman is, but she's a monster. Um <laughs> I'm worried about those dogs. Someone should rescue those dogs from Mm -hmm. her. You know, not everybody who has a dog is a good person. Uh, That's that's true. That's important to remember. Uh, But if somebody doesn't have a dog.
1: Well, and also... She was bringing her dog. She was making a scene. Yeah. It was a whole thing. This is someone that was, was born those dogs. to be those angry. Dogs yeah,
0: we're comedy fans, and I'm sure they were. Yep. they looked pretty embarrassed. They, they looked, were embarrassed. I felt bad for them. Yeah, <laughs> just the shame on those dogs. They looked. They looked. They had that look on their face, like a dog when it doesn't totally get the poop out of its butt, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh no, and it's just trying to like hide from everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so that all went down, and you know we're trying to adjust. And uh and then I don't know what happened. I missed some stuff. Apparently there was some drama. So we had some interteam <laughs> drama. The
1: hot tea of the Connecticut Comedy Festival.
0: I mean, I don't know what was going on. I you know, I'm dealing with cops and neighbors, but apparently
1: I think uh, you just moonwalked out of there. You didn't even want to deal with it, uh, Joe. I <laughs> I don't <laughs> want
0: to deal with it. I don't want to deal with anything. So of let's it.
1: podcast about it. There's
0: a part of me that wishes this festival were over. <laughs> And it's not all of me, <laughs> but it's probably fifty-one percent.
1: I think we're only at the halfway point, uh, aren't we? This is the
0: week, though. That's like the most trying because it's literally almost a yeah. show every night. This is um, the one
1: week that I've stayed in Connecticut for the duration of the week.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe we'll have other you know weeks like this. I hope not. But it, it's been it's been challenging. I, yeah. I think. You know, patience is worn thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, tempers are flaring, perhaps. Are they? Well, it seems like they were that day.
1: Well, here's the thing. We're already going in high stakes. It was stressful anyway, just in the daytime. Joe and I had to go to get COVID tests. Joe also had to work his regular job.
0: I have a regular job. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Gets out of the bag. Um, I'm not a real comedian. Then it was
1: also, you know, there's lists of things that we had to get. Um, setting up sound all those sorts of things that it's a big undertaking it is a big undertaking to do this and yeah. uh, we we're, have a lot of amazing the people comedy festival a lot of people that do normal things are doing a lot of extra other things we're all kind of pitching it as a team so our beloved beacher who is you know is one of the mainstays of You've fairfield comedy Club. on yes. this
0: podcast many a time he's one of Yeah, our, our well, he's the guests. smartest
1: with the audio. So, unfortunately, the audio job and fell to him. And the
0: best looking yes. with the audio. Let's not yes. sell him short. Yes. He's also, he's a handsome fucking man.
1: And he's done an amazing and incredible job of setting this up and having to readjust every single time and adding a new element whenever we have to do something. Also, at the beginning of the Bill Burr show, it was very windy. So the one thing that we had that was working was a white noise machine that was sort of aimed at where this also this woman lived and the other neighbors, the and it broke.
0: picked up to deal with yes. the situation. Yes, very good thinking on his part. Um,
1: but it did fall over and break. The sound was loud. We at the beginning that's on all of us because Bill is a loud talker. We probably should have, you know, adjusted that accordingly earlier on. Than now, we when did. you say
0: all of us. <laughs> And every I feel like single one some of us. that blame is falling on me. <laughs> uh, and I view myself as kind of blame right.
1: I a hundred percent and and I apologize, but yeah, that was all of us. That was all of us.
0: i uh, I have trouble hearing. I have <laughs> a uh, I do I've too. been diagnosed with uh, being hard of hearing, so it's definitely not my fault. That's what they I, just uh, said it. I, th- I think the, we can the say the official it's, diagnosis um, is just
1: hard of hearing,
0: yeah, yeah, that's the technical <laughs> term. And uh, so I think it would be fair to say that it's on all of us except, except for Joe. you. Right. Yeah. Right. So if, if you're on any other podcast yeah. talking about that. just Right.
1: So that was it, basically. And then what happened was is we wanted to turn it down. Um, and obviously that would fall to Beecher in an obvious world to run back there and, in and an turn obvious it down. World. But also what happened, too, was at the beginning of the show... After Beecher had adjusted the sound and was running back out, Bill, of course, made a comment. It was a positive comment about him being sexy and trendy. You oh, know, really? I missed this but, too. But you know, of course, Beecher didn't like being called out.
0: What? Wait, what was the comment? So
1: it was something about him being from an Abercrombie and Finch ad or something. Oh
0: yeah, Abercrombie and Finch. Yeah, what, what is... It's I think it's Fitch.
1: Well, I don't. Wait. Abercrombie Whatever.
0: And Finch. Oh my god, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> I we have, Sorry, I'm in my 40s. We have probably 50 <laughs> listeners who are like, what is up with this chick?
1: I really butchered that. <laughs> uh, you know, the guys that are hot on a bag. Yeah, he's hot, yeah, yeah. dude. So it was a positive comment, but I understand it. And then we were asking him, Emilio and I were asking him to turn it down.
0: Emilio is our our other partner on the festival and the owner of New York Comedy Club. Right. And, a central part of this whole sure. shenanigan.
1: Sure. And then Beecher was making moves like he was about to run down and do it, but then he would stop and he wouldn't go. He's like head faking you? Yeah. It was like this kind of like, I'm going to go and he's not. And then it sort of became, it was like a high stress moment. And Miller like, Beecher, turn on down the sound. Beecher, sound. You got to turn it down. And he's like, I'm not doing it. I'm like, why? <laughs> so I ended up running back there. And so
0: Beecher <laughs> refuses to go you know what it
1: was if he would have stood there and looked at us and said fuck you guys I'm not going back there I would have just handled it but it was like one of those situations where it was like he kept looking like he was gonna go and then not going and nothing was being done not only
0: wasn't he doing what you wanted but he was (laughs) like almost like mocking you by pretending he was about to I think
1: he was also confused about whether you know I get it it was just a high tense moment it wasn't that big of a deal it got handled and then during the next show, he sat behind there to make sure the levels were adjusted, including with the host and the feature. And then when Bill got back on, he made sure all the sound was good, stayed behind there before coming back up. I mean, it was all handled and it was fine. It was just one of those moments where we had a lady with dogs, security involved, lady, Bill yelling.
0: Lady. That's a nice term for it. That wasn't <laughs> the first word that jumped to my mind. Right.
1: Um, and then so that was it. It was fine, but I mean, it was just kind of like funny because it—it was like uh, me and Amelia were like parents yelling at our kid. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean,
0: I haven't—I haven't really talked to Emilio much about this. I've talked to you about yeah, it. Yeah, you were—you were fired up. You were—you uh, <laughs> know. I mean, you were. Right. Yeah. So, are you good now? Do you,
1: yeah, I was good. Probably right then.
0: <laughs> oh, were you? Because like right then you weren't. <laughs> Uh, like not hours long later, after the night I went to you sleep, you were fine. Raging. Oh yeah, you—it's not called yeah. sleeping. What you did that night, Candy—that <laughs> is passing <laughs> the fuck out. So Candy was fine once she got totally wasted and into a hot tub. That's yeah. all it took. Yeah, yeah, that's all I ne- <laughs> all
1: I needed. It was not—it was never a personal thing against Beecher. I love Beecher. I'd carry him around in a baby Bjorn, you know.
0: That actually would be a good comedy show.
1: <laughs> um, it was just—it was a high intensity moment. Yeah. With people that love each other very much.
0: So you love Beecher but yet you were very angry at Beecher.
1: I wasn't angry at it. I was angry at the situation and I was frustrated because he was the go to guy. So and I also understand angry Joe at and I had a we'd rode uh together in the car after that and we had a very good conversation about it. And it's like, you know, it happened, you know. It did. Honestly, if that's the biggest thing to happen, knock on wood. Actually, this entire I, think festival, I think. Well, the we're biggest good. thing t-
0: to happen will be after Beecher listens to this podcast.
1: Uh, I said all positive things about <laughs> Beecher.
0: <laughs> yeah, you really, you know, I was hoping to get in here and get like sure the you dirt, were. and uh, really You're it. seeming like a real, real nice lady.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am a nice lady.
0: <laughs>
1: no, it was obviously in that moment. It was frustrating, but we were all frustrated. It was just like. Every frustrating element was happening at one moment. And, and we were already pretty tense. Let's and you honest. have an
0: understanding of why Beecher didn't want to go back there, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Not, I don't think that it was in my processing unit when all that was happening. It was like, this needs to be done. Handle this now. What are we doing? You know? So
0: have you apologized to Beecher yet? For what? For uh, barking orders at him.
1: Does he apologize to I me for not doing it?
0: Oh, <laughs> so you'll apologize for giving orders if he apologizes for not taking them?
1: Yeah. that. Well, I didn't really think it was an apology Very, situation, was it?
0: I don't, know. I don't know. We'll find out when we interview Beecher about right. this. Do you, f- do you feel like you require apology or, or should no, have an apology? No, not at all. Okay.
1: I feel like it was a tense moment. We all fucking handled it. We all hung out in a hot tub together You two hours later.
0: That's true. So, That's true.
1: So, uh, you know. I don't know. All right,
0: so we're good. So we've squashed it. I There's no beef.
1: I feel like this is your thing. You keep t- keep telling me things I need to apologize for.
0: Well, you know, I just <laughs> feel like uh, I feel like generally women don't <laughs> apologize enough, I know. right? Don't you feel like yeah. women should be abo- I feel like that somebody <laughs> should talk about this. Stuff. Women just don't don't apologize enough, in my view. Yeah. Um. Well, well no, did I you talk to Beecher? I did.
1: And what was his thoughts?
0: I'll tell you exactly what I said to Beecher. I said look, dude, like, I get that you're not a sound guy. Like, He's right. not a sound guy. He just happens to know sound better than any of us. Uh, he's a comic. We're running a festival where sometimes he's doing the job of a sound guy and not the job of a comic. Mm-hmm. and It's just not what he's into. He's just not, that's not his bag. You yeah. know, like, I'm doing a lot of stuff that's not comic related, you know, that I don't love doing. But, you know, so we all have to do shit that we don't like doing. So I said, look, I get you have to do this shit. Like, I'm sorry, you know. But you have to do it but also like you know i, I told him I, I see why he would be frustrated you know as i mentioned to you mm-hmm. you know we we have on our team a sound engineer who's done no sound engineering right. here. so <laughs> you know I, I could see why that would wrinkle him as well that he's you know this is like responsibility is falling to him and he's you know you gotta sure. go up and people can see a back this is there. what happens
1: when you're good at things you
0: know <laughs> i know i told him <laughs> I like, you should start doing a shittier job right anything. You know, which gets me out of a lot of stuff in my marriage. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I'm just too good at this comedy shit. I
1: I thought you. I was waiting for you to work in one of your bits.
0: (laughs) You're waiting. (laughs) Well, you you laid that one up for me. I did. Um. So uh, I didn't. You know, I referenced it more than I worked it in. (laughs) But uh, yeah. So you know, and we we had a good talk, and I told him like, look, you know, like (laughs) if there's a fucking issue with the sound, please just fix it, (laughs) because like no one else you know right. really you know knows how or can do it as, as well as he can so you know i think we're good but i i understand the frustration i understand the frustration on your side i understand the frustration on his side
1: well did he feel like we hurt his feelings or did we hurt his feelings i don't think so yeah
0: i'll find out when i ask i'll, I'll ask him uh, if we heard i don't think so Beaches. i don't think so also we weren't I think it was screaming just like, i just think it was like a tense moment and it was like you know frustration you know boiling over and i think it's fine yeah you know i, I think what's important to remember. Uh, is that it we're wasn't also my fault? We're
1: uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> that all this played out, nothing to do with me. Uh, you know, I get along uh, with honestly,
1: everybody. Honestly, the fact that we're doing this and with such high level talent and all this sort of big stuff is happening, right? The big, like we said, the biggest thing in the world is happening, and it's up to like six of us.
0: Yeah. I know if that's like the, it's and we're lot. having
1: to readjust a li- something a little bit every day. And yes, a lot of that falls on Beecher because those adjustments are generally going to be.
0: Yeah. Stage nope. hand.
1: Totally agree. Things. Totally agree. Um, Beecher's working his ass if he saw. wasn't here, this wouldn't be happening.
0: It's true. It's true. You know.
1: So, yeah. Uh got nothing but love for that man.
0: Well, good. I'm glad that I helped you work through your issues. I didn't uh, really have any. <laughs> I know. I helped a lot. I, uh, you know, yeah. not only did I start the club, but I'm also a therapist right. to everybody. Right. Uh, you know, which is like my burden. That's my albatross. Right. But, uh, well, let me ask you, um, you know, I like to keep this podcast short, but we've been just blabbing and blabbing um well not really but longer than right. normal so uh closing question we'll, we'll talk more over the sure. festival we'll have candy back if you guys if you, guys, if you like candy uh <laughs> <laughs> and i mean candy claire i mean everyone likes candy with a y right but if you like candy claire uh what can where can they harass you or follow you oh or whatever? i i'm
1: um, on the instagram i have the twitter but i don't really use it except to S- read bullshit stories and like get involved in other kinds of drama oh that doesn't sound um funny. Candy Claire, C-A-N-D-I-C-L-A-R-E.
0: Follow Candy. She is the best. Uh, if you've enjoyed us having Candy as a guest, please let me know and we'll have her back. But if you didn't enjoy it, also let me know sure, that. Because we don't have to have her back. You know, <laughs> she'll be here, but I can just kind of be like, oh, of no, course. we're not podcasting today. Let's hear today. It from the fan. Uh, yeah, let's hear what the one fan <laughs> is. So, uh, but let me ask you before I let you go. Um, so we've, we've still got a month left of the festival. Yes. What are you most looking forward to? in the next month of the festival? Is there any show or anything generally that you're most excited about?
1: Um, You know, i was actually very much looking forward to tonight. Me too. To be honest, this is probably one of my, these are just like the loveliest people, good friends of mine as well that are all here tonight. Um, And I love being with you guys anyway. I look forward to it. Being able to see you guys oh. on show days. Oh, you
0: big softy. Yeah.
1: So um I do. I love being here. I feel like being outside so much, I've kind of become a hippie and fat. And I have a lot of sodium bloat, but that's like my own journey. Um, but definitely was a look weird, yeah. weird direction.
0: What are you most excited about? I like being here, except that I'm fat and bloated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh You're not fat. You might be bloated. Definitely Um
1: yeah, so I'm I'm definitely excited about tonight. Leah Bonham is on tonight, and she's one of my closest friends actually. And I haven't seen you her. are
0: close friends with Leah. I, I am close friends with. Well, Leah. this might be a problem then. Leah is w- I one of my do you favorite talk on the phone people and comics in the world? No.
1: Yeah, we talk on the phone.
0: It'd be weird if we talked on the phone. Would it though? Yeah, it'd be weird. We, I mean, we have talked. We talked this week. I mean
1: <gasps> and there she is. I, I see her. Ascend. Oh, is hey. here. Hey, who's oh, that person?
0: That is Nick. She is our videographer. How fun! Um, so let's let's go see them and let's find out who. Okay. Leah. So
1: yes, looking forward to tonight and looking forward. Leah to and Ronnie, the end. And Ronnie
0: Chang. I'm excited too. I think this is probably the show that I've been yeah. most looking forward to. Uh, but Leah's a big part of why. And let's yeah. go ask Leah who uh, who's more important to us. That's a right. <laughs> 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 well, Candy, thank you so much. Well, for being thank you here. so much for having. Me Let's again. do this again before the festival's over.
1: hundred percent. Woop woop. Woop woop. Peace.
0: Thanks for listening to the "It's a Hustle" podcast. If you enjoyed the listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, special thanks to Eric Donnelly of the Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song. Brendan Ruane at Light switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And of course, to Vans who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.